Um, so what and episode? This is would you, <laughs> what episode would you recommend people like start? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I I would Got recommend the in the- <laughs> I would recommend number one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> start at episode number one, then after that, listen to episode two, and then three, uh, yeah. four. Yes, yes. That's course, the order. If they hear this now, they're already going to have done that. So, so good work. Unless you. Well- are listening to this episode first, in which case uh, I ban you. You were banned from the server. You're not yeah. allowed to listen anymore. That's actually specifically against our <laughs> license agreement. Yeah, it's against our terms of service. So you're breaking If you the go law? to goodstuff.fm slash terms underscore of underscore service dot txt. We haven't upgraded that to an RTF? Uh, no. Uh, see, the thing is, Kyle is very cheap, so the server is running on a 486 DOS box in his basement. It was his first computer. I <laughs> I don't even know what sound. Moving, moving along, I just like hit a random one. Oh, uh, I, I was. Um, I've had I've had to go to the. I've been spent a lot of time at the hospital recently. I have some some nope. thing going on with my nope. leg. Nope. <clears throat> which I'm going to explain in, in detail. It's fallen uh, off. I hope that the, I hope that the audio medium will do it justice. Uh no, but I'm <clears throat> I'm some gonna slurping sounds incoming. <laughs> no, I gotta do the puking <laughs> slash fighting. I I basically I have to go get my leg like wrapped with bandages for a thing. Um, it's not bad. I'm not dying. Could, basically, I have to go get my leg. They have, I have it. to go pick uh, up my leg at the hospital yeah. every day. I'm right. renting. I'm renting out a leg. Renting a leg. It's As very you do. Expensive. Um. So I'm I'm sitting in the hospital waiting room and there's um a an elderly couple who are, who have been there actually the past two times that I've been and it's at different times. Oh, are they, do you share leg ailments? (laughs) Um, I don't know. You know what? I think the gentleman does have a leg ailment ailment. Now that you mention it. You know what? One point to Gryffindor. (laughs) So I go and I sit down and what they do is they, it's a, it's an elderly couple and they both wear MAGA hats Mm. The, red, the red what baseball caps that say uh make america great again mm-hmm. which is real cool and mm. they, what they like to do is they like to sit at opposite sides of the room so that you have to sit in between them oh that yeah and then it sounds I, contrived on purpose <laughs> and then in order to get into the visit your your specialist, you know, to get into your appointment, you have to answer a riddle. And the trick is one of them always lies. Mm. <laughs> always tells the truth. <laughs> they, uh, no, they, they just are so thirsty for human interaction. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's actually like really sad. Cause like, yeah, it's this mixture I've of seen that. Yeah. I've, I've constructed a look that's going to alienate, like a huge majority of people. Cause like I'm looking around the room and like, 
I'm the only other white person in the room. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. everyone else is not. And, and you, you roll up wearing a mega hat. Like you're <laughs> not going to make a lot of friends with that. Like, I mean, and maybe people don't care who knows, but like, it's, it's definitely aggressive, right? It's an aggressive form of apparel. Yeah. I don't wear my, right. There's, there's only a a handful more incisive things that I could imagine that you could wear, you know? Yeah. So, and then they sit on opposite ends of the room and I think it's because he needs leg room and Mm. the way they have the chairs configured, it doesn't work. And so, yeah. So they sit on opposite ends of the room and like, so they, they just start talking like mm-hmm. they have a performative conversation, hey, which, hey Bill, hey. <laughs> which is hey, a, what which you, uh, you a watch, really, uh, <laughs> it's a really sad attempt to draw people into conversation. Mm-hmm. Like they're just <laughs> throwing in their line bobbing it up so and i down, said you'd have to be stupid to think that <laughs> yeah it's like it's like oh man did you guys see that that commercial on the that the other day with the, and you know the whatever the thing everyone's talking about what do you think about that game of thrones mm. and and so you know i feel i feel bad for them mm-hmm. and i'll i'll like engage a little bit but they started off their conversation like I was looking up something on my phone and they're like, they're like, oh, you know, everyone I see has got these phones and they're just constantly addicted everybody to all on their I, phone. I'm right here. I'm not like, yeah. I'm only like five feet away from you. Uh, so I was just you should have been like everybody all in these magazines, <laughs> everybody all in the red book these days. Well, I like deduced that they so they said that they don't they refuse to have smartphones because they don't want to get addicted to them. They said that they they don't like computers or the internet and they don't want to have anything to do with it. But in everything opinion, else, these people are sinking further. <laughs> everything else they talked about was basically based off of a television program they had watched oh most of which was probably fox news though they didn't say that Mm. it was like they talked about uh do you ever see huel hauser which is like if you're from california like especially like southern california it's like a a pbs show that everyone's aware of it's like a california thing the public broadcasting <laughs> which is fu- which is funny too <laughs> oh yeah right Ironic. but they kept talking about how oh, i used to love watching him he'd go to all these these small towns these great small towns you Who's know this Do- doogie hauser <laughs> huel hauser oh okay he- <laughs> huel hauser is pretty incredible um and he was uh from like north or south carolina he was like a um I don't know, like a like a guy who came here like in his early twenties, and he made a he made his whole career off of being like the California guy, like going and interviewing <laughs> people in California, doing shows where he would like take you to to interesting places in California, and, and, which is funny because he's like has this southern accent. Hi, um, I'm the California guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm Huel Hauser, and I'm looking real quick. <laughs> y'all come back stuff. now you hear i have a, a thing with him that is like probably the best introduction you could have to him and i'm having a hard time looking at my playlists uh 
just uh, if I spell it wrong, that doesn't help. Just, just uh, play some instrumental music. The show he did was <laughs> there. Yeah, keep doing that. So this is from an episode of this is from an episode of California's Gold with Hulhauser, and mm-hmm. he, there's a phrase that he uses a lot, and they just made a supercut of him using this phrase, mm. and this I think mm. explains the exuberant boyishness and curiosity of this simple but delightful man who showed us so many great things about California. Mm. And I'm going to play it for you right now. And listen to this. Listen to this and look at it. Oh, my gosh. Look at this mud. This place was amazing. Look over here and look at this right here. This is amazing. They are absolutely amazing. Oh, my gosh. Look and look over here. Now he's literally looking at mud. (laughs) <laughs> That's the thing that you can't see. He's literally looking at these like mud pools where there's like some sort of geothermal activity going on. So there's like mm. some places there's some bubbling mud, but it's not I even. Mean, I always... get it. I get hype for some renewable energy. <laughs> it's not. Oh no, that's not like renewable energy. It's just mud flats oh, that have. Be. Well. Look at this. Oh, this is amazing. He's just moving his hands <laughs> through still mud. Is he uh, high? <laughs> you know, many people have wondered this. Mm. Um, mm. Um, knowledge. I think he's, that's what he's high on. Oh, yeah. His knowledge. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, I talked to them about Hulhauser for a little while. And yeah, you made a connection. <laughs> we made a connection. Now, I had a thought, which was uh, Mega Hat, um, and I misheard it as Mega Matt. Um, <laughs> and I feel like we could create and sell a line of doormats uh, and people would buy them. Oh, I thought I thought you thought it was like a like a name for a guy named Matt, like a nickname like Mega Matt. Like if you had two friends oh. named Matt and you're like, this is Matt, this is Mega Matt. That's how we tell the difference. Could be. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. So, but you mm. want to make a doormat. That's a, a Mega Matt. Well, I don't want to. You just thought I had. Right. Come upon them. Maybe. I'm sure it, oh, it exists. seems like a product that should exist if it doesn't already. Maga. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't care enough to search for it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Here no. we go. Uh. Everybody buckle up. Trump, make America great again, doormat, $24.95. Out of stock. Oh, no. Let's go oh, to Oh, but Amazon. see, $24.95 for a doormat, like, that's weak, there's I a, mean. There's one on Amazon that's even cheaper. Oh, wait, but it's, ah, see, this is how they get you. The one on Amazon is only $21. Well, it's $20.99. Nice. Uh, that's how they but, get you. Shipping is $10.98. For a doormat? For a doormat. You could this stick the, a stamp on the doormat. This is the awesome E merch and C doormat MAGA cool rug personalized. Wait, I'm sorry. Roll that back. This is awesome E merchancy. 
E merchancy. Yeah, that's gonna be a no for me. Yeah, that's not not good. Real bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh I put it in the oh put it in the yeah, in case you want to purchase an overpriced uh political mat. <laughs> You, you want to you want everyone who comes to your house to immediately just turn around like the uh grandpa <laughs> if Simpsons you don't want kid. people to come to your house this also works <laughs> yeah you can purchase that you know i'm just gonna bring i'm just gonna bite the bullet i've been delaying that's why i haven't had much to say because the next item i see that you've put here in the mm-hmm in the follow-up of on our topics on our show notes is uh, quitting facebook follow-up Mm-hmm. Uh, I have follow up, which is that I have no follow up. I I didn't do it. I haven't um, done it yet. Yeah, yeah. It's a big sorry, fam. For me, I mean, I haven't really been looking at fa- like I haven't been going to Facebook. Yeah, to yeah. even be able to click on the things to delete my account. So I don't know if that's better or worse. I, d- I haven't deleted the app. The thing is, this idea that I feel like I need to make some sort of pronouncement is what, getting in the you're... way. <laughs> I am deleting Facebook. <laughs> because Like this status. Commit <laughs> <laughs> to deleting Facebook. <laughs> well, what I wanted to do is I wanted to like have a pinned post so that like People who weren't paying attention, like go to say something. Oh, Aaron is someone I can go email him, or you know what I mean. Or I can mm-hmm. do. Yeah, something I've seen people do that do where they like, look, this is this profile's going to disappear in thirty days. Here's where you can reach me. I don't even think I'm going to disappear think. it because, like, I feel like it, I just don't care. Oh, I don't know. You, <laughs> Mister Facebook, we will disappear you. Yikes! You will be gone. Speaking of disappeared. Oh, 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 that was oh, 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 bad. Mm. <laughs> You're fired. Grumpy cat uh, died. Yep. Yep. And um I did not care. I don't know. It's a cat. It's there, a cat. It looks, it looks, he had a good he had a cool face. It looks idiosyncratic. It's an unusual-looking cat. People found amusement in this. He had cat dwarfism, I learned yeah. this morning, because that was an important segment on uh, Good Morning America. There was a, oh, interesting. I think there was like a 10-second segment on like, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, emergent fascism, and then there was like a good three-minute segment on uh, feline dwarf. Sad cat. What are the warning signs? That'll be no. There's going to be a a deep examination on CBS Sunday Morning tomorrow. I'm sure. Oh, Ruby cat died at the age of seven. The cat, whose real name was Tartar Sauce, was afflicted with feline dwarfism. No, Raka has our story. <laughs> it would be Mulraka, though. I know, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Joe agrees. For Uncle seven Joe. years, Grumpy Cat was the funny internet really but now he's gone and in his wake uh the end of the joyful internet which is actually the story that i am uh segueing to grumpy cat's death marks the end of the joyful internet um and i have the following to say which is 
incorrect. This is not correct. Um, the internet has always been joyful. It just happens in different places. I don't know. This This is a thing. This is a thing. Everyone has their internet. And this is a thing that drives me nuts about people. And maybe it's maybe it comes from like a deep-seated fear that I have in myself that is not a good thing. Maybe it's unhelpful, but there's this like I really fear becoming disconnected from the times. Yeah, I, I this read I don't want to like do that. It said my favorite band broke up and this ends the era of the good music. Everything like, since oh. the Beatles was garbage. Right, exactly. Yeah. S- sucks you know, that you oh, haven't been able to do music, music is all crap. <laughs> but this rap I don't know like crap. <laughs> yeah, and this piece makes mention to another thing that happened this week which was the YTMND um shut down and i think that was probably a more influential place right like that was back in the day that was the big thing you know so i think that represents a a bigger loss in terms of you know joyful internet stuff but yeah it's so sad for people because there's so much cool stuff you're missing out on there's it's look you need to talk is awful but Get on the TikTok, okay? Yeah. You like, need to up your bookmarks. Not everything is on ICanHasCheeseburger.com anymore. Yeah. Like, go to YouTube or TikTok or, like, Reddit even. Like, I i don't know, maybe? Maybe Reddit. I don't know. But, like, get on. Just find something new to, to... Have some imagination. To be joyful about. There's, like, all kinds of... Go to the place where people are doing things and... Aaron, Behold Aaron. the glory. Aaron, Aaron, mom, mom, dad, because grumpy cat died. Now the internet is crappy. Me, 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 me. Well, you know what? Hmm. On further examination, case closed. You're right. Speaking of disasters, mm. I I watched the. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> Is that a Geiger counter? <laughs> a simulated Geiger counter? Oh, I no. Mean, it's a severe weather thing, but yeah. <laughs> I did I tell you that I used to like, we used to have a, a nuclear gauge in our garage, like a, a long time of my like youth. Hmm. It was just a. Uh, like it had to be stored in a bright yellow <laughs> box. Well, naturally, like, how else would you know what it is? With like warning signs all over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was used to measure. It, it was like a, a beefy, uh, like hard, big, like almost like iron looking, like made out of the same thing that like fire hydrants are made out of, you know, like it was like mm-hmm. some chunky metal. You sit it on the ground and then you drove a spike through it. It had a hole in it and you drove, drove a metal spike through it and it would test the moisture and compaction of soil. Huh? And it was part of my dad's business. He was like a construction, like soil and concrete inspector. And for this, they needed radioactivity. <clears throat> Apparently. Huh. <laughs> so like, yeah, like my whole life, we're like, going to x-ray the ground. <laughs> there's this, this giant yellow, big yellow box with the, I mean, the box is like 
40 times as big as the gauge that you put in in it that well, you store lined with so much lead <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it was lined with lead i feel like it was just like particle board but it was spray painted yellow was the important huh. part i don't know right i'm probably you know what this probably explains <laughs> a lot i bet mm. I, I bet mm. i'm mute mutated <laughs> i I bet I'm mutated. Got the horses in the bu- <laughs> yeet. Anyway, uh, Chernobyl. I watched. I watched the first the first two episodes of that Chernobyl miniseries on in the HBO on the home boxes box office. Uh, yes, you went to your uh, box office of your home, and you yeah. said uh, two tickets, please, to the showing of Chernobyl. <laughs> two Chernobyls, two. please. <laughs> two Chernobyls, please. And <laughs> Which also turns a large out are like popcorn. forty Hiroshima's. And- and your mom said, get the popcorn yourself. <laughs> Service of this place. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What do you think? Wow. Stress. Very good. Very yeah. stress. Very high tension. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. much tension. Like the score is like mm. made up of oh, yeah, dagger it's... counters and flickering yeah. and weird sounds. <laughs> the score really complements the, the drama. There's like yeah. there's there's like all sorts of inscrutable floaties in the air and like the camera yeah. like focuses on the floaties like you're like, uh uh-uh. uh, uh oh, this is going to be. But they never address yep. it or really. Like, oh, uh, everyone's going to die of cancer in 10 <laughs> to 20 years because everyone's going to be dead. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I like it a lot as we've discussed. So um, I think it's really good. I'm excited for yeah. the uh, Four remaining episodes? I think it's a six There's episode a- miniseries. Whoa. Yeah. Then it's gonna yeah. get a lot worse, huh? <laughs> uh yeah. Or it's, gonna, or it's gonna delve straight into Soviet bureaucracy. Either way, I am totally down. <laughs> Gorbachev was We have convened this meeting of the Central Committee of the Politburo. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the yeah, the bureaucracy and all that and how it like yeah. the need to save face and to be you know everything is done in context of what will the west think we can't betray vladimir (laughs) right (laughs) it's very interesting and kind of timely if you think about it like the that we we like do everything with like but what about the hegemony right Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. that's not the best way to make decisions oh wait this is still we wanted to talk about this guy that's mad about about it though oh do you have a reverse version of that that we can anyway there's so my my take and your take is this is good yeah the take of the new york times reviewer named mike hale not mikhail (laughs) mikhail the stupidest joke and we laughed at ourselves is this just it's just uh, what happened is mikhail gorbachev called up the new york times i want to place op-ed i want to do a review of chernobyl like oh sure what's your name uh me me mike mike hale Hale. mike mike hale (laughs) mike hale i think was bad was bad show yes not (laughs) Not yeah, sure. they uh they didn't I mean they had some was not my fault. I mean say. it was not the uh, fault of uh uh chairman uh Gorbachev, no. 
the 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 thing the thing that they do this this reviewer is really mad about is that there are things in here that that aren't exactly what happened in reality and that they invent some character as plot devices what you're telling me that it's not entirely 100 percent nonfiction. sadly it is not a documentary that you're watching ladies and gentlemen we got him (laughs) it's just like come on man it's not i didn't want to watch an historical reenactment I didn't want to watch a documentary. If I did, I'm sure those exist. They absolutely do, because I've watched them. <laughs> <laughs> As a consumer of all and things so one must ask, why wouldst thou not just watch the documentary if that's what you want? I don't know. Like, Did they get a crib sheet on this that was wrong and was like, oh, uh, Chernobyl, it's a documentary uh, miniseries. Um <laughs> They yeah, just blah, blah, blah. and they're like, "This isn't a documentary." I was lied to. The guy's like, "Wow, this has got a pretty good score for a documentary." The lighting Ugh. is pretty convenient. Yeah, and you were reading the last little uh, sentences at a time when document the documentary miniseries is probably the strongest, most interesting area of television. It's too bad that Alex Gibney or Amy Bird didn't get to Chernobyl first. This. This is not a documentary. It's not. <laughs> That's not what it is. It's not a documentary. You have to. You have to look. Going back to what we've talked about, literary criticism. You're you have fired. to criticize something in the context of what it is, not in the yeah. context of what you wish it was. Like, right? Geez, it's, I really it's, wish this Broadway play was a painting. It would have been a lot better and shorter. Yeah. Well, and I have to say, as someone who knows a bit about Chernobyl, because I've read a lot about it, this is pretty true to life. Like, a lot of it is basically as it happened. And obviously, they had it's to create trying like to... a couple composite characters because you can't have like 120 nuclear scientists all in a room going, oh, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> so they just made it into one you know, person, which is yeah, fine. It's really, it I've, it's no, I, I, I agree though that with this, this critique, because I think this, this mini series so far has had an utter lack of just overhead shots of scientists doing math on paper. Hmm. And I mean, He's that's probably what a lot of it was. And I want to yeah. see that. I want to see hours of that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone sitting at a drafting table. <laughs> Just come on, man. Mm. <sighs> no, yeah. All I have to say is for my kale. You were banned from the server. I ban you. <laughs> you're you're wielding the ban hammer today. I am. I am. I'm taking no prisoners. Well, let's see if this uh, in contravention next... of the Geneva Convention. <laughs> let's see if this next this next person can uh, not the big surprise can get by her. But I but I don't think. Oh. Tell me that this is not a New York Times writer. This is not a New York Times writer? This is a New York Times writer. This is a gentle person. I got the New York Times in the house today. <laughs> this, is, this is from uh, the... Got oh, no, no. In the bag. I got the... <laughs> I got the Stevens in the op-ed. Anyway, I'm just going to actually, that's good. So this is um, Brett Stevens, Brett Stevens, uh, who, if he had a soundtrack for his life, it would be the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song. 
Anyway, so what is what is Brett Stevens? What wisdom uh, does he grace us with this week? Dear millennials, the feeling is mutual. Oh, good. Uh, climate change is bad, and yes. you should do something about it. Yes. No, Joe Biden dares to take offense at those who specialize in being offended. I think that that is bad. Yes, I'm still on the same page. <laughs> um, his his critique is that he's really mad because a person on Twitter who has like I don't know maybe like a couple hundred followers. Well, now they have a lot because they're in the New York Times. Mm. <laughs> no, five hundred. They lost followers. Thanks, New York Times. Oh, mm. they have five hundred and eight followers. Posted a video of Joe Biden where he talked about like he had no empathy empathy for the younger generation. Tells me yeah, how tough things which are. Bad, and Joe Biden is a moron. Yeah, and their comment was nothing says perfect candidate to lead the most powerful nation in the world like. I have no empathy, which I just want to say, I want to issue tweet. a blanket pronouncement here. You should probably never, ever find yourself using the words. I have no empathy in relation to really anything. Fatality. It's truth. Yeah. It's yeah. truth. Right. Nailed it. If you find yourself saying I have no empathy, that means that you're a bad person. And so Brett's like, this reminds me of the glory days of. What were what most people are complaining about Joe Biden back when the Clintons Speaking were truth to power in power and and Bill Clinton was telling black people to sit on down, <laughs> which that is a, truly when America was great. That was a good time. Remember that and Bill time? Clinton was like, hey, why don't you take a seat? Remember Listen, our- us white folks, us white men, we've got this. All right. We don't need your whatever and it and it was cool because the african-americans still voted for him yeah which is right i mean your choice was between two white males <laughs> so they vote i mean if they voted they voted for somebody who was <laughs> they voted for the white male they white perceived dude. to be marginally better <laughs> so yeah the thing is he then spins this out to be like but what does this really tell us it tells us that the millennials and the gen z are the worst and we should hate them, and we should call them Gawker Spawn and Puffho, Puff, 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 Twerps. Tag yeah. yourself. I'm Puff, Puff, Twerps. Apparently, according to um, Mr. Uh, Sret Beavins here, um, we deserve rebuking. Um, yeah. We deserve rebuking because of our histrionic self-pity and moral self-righteousness. And he just goes Which on about like all of these would call being a good person. <laughs> yeah. Like being like kind and thoughtful and, and uh, actually trying to make a better world. Sorry yeah. about trying to Saying, do that. Hey, when you call that person a slur, that's, that's mean and you shouldn't do it. Yeah. It's like, that doesn't make you a, a, uh, you know, so, hashtag real person. I just, yeah, <laughs> this is like this is. I'm a free speech warrior. This is what what I picture every time I see like a sorry not sorry. Yeah, is this like you should right. maybe yeah. maybe you should be sorry. Maybe being sorry Facts is don't a good care thing. about your feelings. Yeah, he's well, he's over there and he's just like this is this is, is something called science. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 
I mean, uh, I don't really have. And yet he know. clearly cares about feelings so much that he. I don't know. Brett Stevens has Stevens has been uh, relentlessly owned on Twitter and elsewhere for like the past ever, and I think it's gotten to him. But he should try uh, not being a jerkwad. That's my hot take. Well, he should try not like. He should try having empathy. Well, he should try not saying like. Here are some examples of millennials. Like I have a problem with millennials, so yeah. let's let's let me. Here are some blanket uh, uh, assumptions and pronouncements about an entire cohort. And you can tell that he's like the first example are these some Harvard people. Yeah. Cool. Okay. That's yeah. That probably is representative of that is probably definitely not representative of Chet Bevins than it It is noted um, by one of our um, Internet friends that more or less everything that he links to in this article uh, are opinion pieces. It's just opinion pieces all the way down, which is to say not actual like hard news more so. like opinion mm. pieces of crap. We got them. Mm. <laughs> uh, 10 points just, to Gryffindor. It's just like the it's what's ironic to me is that the people that he's critiquing so much more resemble his class yeah, of yeah. people than it does the people who he's claiming to be target. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I want to talk about, cause he uses as examples here. Um, basically when colleges have problematic for lack of a better term, people like show up and talk. Yeah. Um, and how people get angry at that. Um, and as other people have pointed out, this is kind of a weird thing because, we like to say that the customer is always right. And there's actually a customer relationship here, which is yeah. that you pay quite a lot of money to go to college and then they take your money and they spend it on some right wing jerkwad to come and tell you about how um, like Iran is bad or Mexicans are bad. Like, no, no, I, I don't. Fire. Yeah, no, no, we don't. Yeah, I, I feel like you can be mad about that. <laughs> I feel like that's a. Uh eminently reasonable and i don't really have much more to say about this because i just feel like it's not super worth my time but i I would am i did take a stroll uh down um brett's uh twitter replies well Uh, he made this actually uh, i think it's butt oh i'm sorry butt stevens yeah butt stevens um so this is uh, his current uh most recent tweet is about this And um, he quotes from his own article, does it ever occur to some of our more militant millennials that the pitiless standards they apply to others will someday be applied pitilessly to them? Um, And the top reply is, yes, you idiot. They're not mindless hypocrites like you. Why are you the way that you are? Also, I want to say that um, (laughs) describing the standards we apply to people as pitiless is not charitable. And also... Um, a lot of the people to whom these standards are applied should know better. Like they have the capacity to, to know better and they choose not to basically. Right. So much of this is like, he's just owning himself. Right. Well, and then someone else says, nah, thanks to science deniers like you, we'll all be dead before we get canceled, which is, I guess I don't, is that good? I don't know. Uh, anyway, this tweet is being ratioed um, a lot, a lot. And um, in fact, someone went in and photoshopped this article so that the headline is now ratios are leftist fascism, which is pretty good. Someone also 
Someone also replied, did you get dabbed on? Which I like. <laughs> uh, oh, so there's very good replies. And then there's one here. This one is, I think, particularly uh, incisive. It says, you can have money and job security, but you'll never have respect. And every year it will get a little bit worse for you as your constituency dies out and millennials take over. What's your end game? Which is actually a um, good question. He should figure out an end game because once we take over the New York Times, um, he's fired. That's he's, just it. He's going to be fired. I think I think uh, Ashley Feinberg, I lost her tweet, but... Oh, she's, yeah, I've got it. Oh, wait, here it is. Everyone keeps dunking. Oh, wait, no, this is something different. Well, here, uh, she's one here that says, I get it. It's like the greatest generation, but the opposite because it's bad. She also, man, she said a lot of good tweets on this. I can't, I can't find even the one <laughs> at Brett Stevens NIT. I support you. Everyone keeps dunking on Brett Stevens, but I honestly cannot think of anything I would love more than turning the Times opinion section into a running list of people who have wronged me online. <laughs> Because that's basically what this is about. Like this first, the first paragraph is like, oh, someone said something mean on Twitter and I'm offended about it. I'm offended that everyone else seems to be offended too much. Everyone is offended too much and they should stop being offended too much, which is why I'm offended. <laughs> well, this is the one, this is the one that I was talking about. Anyway, as we all know full well, Republicans like Brett Stevens definitely have the best interests of the Democratic Party at heart, and we definitely shouldn't interrogate what it is they might actually be doing. So yeah, he's and here's another one. <laughs> Virgil Texas just replied, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these terrible, terrible people. How yeah, dare they? It's you know, I take articles like this as a sign that we are moving in the right direction and that we are um you know we're making progress because we're getting close enough that they are running scared now i guess you know oh i know but you know what really mm. i think why can't we just let people enjoy things oh mm. Just let him enjoy Biden. Shh. Oh, okay. Right. So just shut up then. Well, enter, enter a, a new challenger has entered. <laughs> we don't have that sound clip. Unfortunately, we should, but we, we don't. really should. We really should. That should be our segment. Oh, uh, <laughs> chime. Um, uh, see, it's a podcast uh, in the works. Your guys, you guys are, you know what? You get to follow us along on the journey. Yeah. And I We're think building that's this part... house as we live in it and host <laughs> the party in it. That's, that's literally a, My man. a vlog that I watch. Kate takes. Yeah. Kate, Kate, Kate what does she, what does she take? Kate, Kate takes kate wagner published at the baffler it's not wagner kate kate wagner <laughs> kate wagner. <laughs> wagner wagner published a piece called don't let people enjoy things <laughs> which mm. which sounds quite contrarian yeah but there's we this mean this week of headlines being slightly misleading 
there's this meme that you've i mean you've probably seen almost it. certainly seen yeah um and it's the, the there's the two guys and the one guy grabs the lips of the other guys and says shh let people enjoy things yeah and it's by adam ellis oh, yeah whom is a cartoonist I just want to say that I've, I mean, I've used this before. Right. In some context. But I've also noticed some things about people who use it a lot. An insidious trend. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what this is about. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like, what's, what's funny is, Kate was inspired by similar things that I've been inspired by recently. Hmm. The final season of Game of Thrones and Avengers hmm. Endgame. Oh, she says hmm. it has wrought upon this earth the swarm of a particular breed of internet person, one who responds to critics of any corporate franchise or brand with this insipid image. Interesting. Yeah, I guess people have opinions about these things. So she's talking about. I guess that's bad. <laughs> there's an unlimited problems with the let people enjoy things henceforth abbreviated LPET approach to art and culture. And basically the point that she's getting at is that it's, it's used as a way to just stifle any sort of criticism or thought about like where 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 is this art where is this thing stemming from like yeah this is, it's like don't don't think about it just enjoy it don't like think but the but like what the person is basically saying is like stop judging me i don't yeah. I, I don't want you to judge me stop and judging. you just enjoy it too just just don't don't make and me feel bad about it. Don't don't, don't make me think how, about how honestly, it might be problematic. How dare you disagree with me? Oh, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? You were banned from the server. And also, look, it's just freaking a movie. You know? Mm, yeah. I it's think I told you my hot TV take show. because people were quite divided over whether Avengers Endgame was like a good movie or not. Mm -hmm. um, and I did not watch it and I'm not going to watch it. And my hot take is that it's a movie and it was designed to um, extract money from your pockets. And any plot is merely in service of that goal. <laughs> well, you know, but I guess I'm supposed to let people enjoy things. So you're probably right. Otherwise, people I'm would canceled. not be investing in Disney stock. No, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, this is, yeah, that's what I love is like with these companies that like want to like want to play around the fact that they're motivated mostly by profit like you know they do all their pr and their social media but if you want to like get it what they're really about then just go listen to their shareholder uh oh statements. yeah <laughs> like, yeah oh boy that's boy like, they lay it out all out on the table during they just things. put Tell all their what. dirty laundry on the table like yeah. they're as clear as possible about what our average transaction prices are up this month oh, <laughs> oh so it wasn't it wasn't about the art of the experience. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, Disney and Marvel only care about creating a good Marvel movie insofar as good equals profitable. And they recognize that they have to um, draw right. people in through Yeah, quality. you have to have an enjoyable plot to make that happen. But that's not the... And they recognize, like, goal. the CEOs recognize, well, 
the successful CEOs recognize that they don't know how to do that, that they're not Mm -hmm. artists. So that they need to hire artists to do this for them. Right. Yes. But they don't really care about all. (laughs) No, no. Yeah. I mean, maybe to a certain extent, but like if you said which well, one would you, which I'm one sure you they care do, about, but it's more? not the primary concern, right? Yeah, that's not, it's, yeah, it's not the motivating factor. Did, uh, Marvel is not making movies because uh, they want you to enjoy, you know, superhero memories from your childhood or, or they whatever. They really care. They want, they want your money. Companies don't care. Like that, no, they don't. That's not their job. They're not. They're not incentivized to care. <laughs> so. Anyhow, I don't remember what we were talking about before. (laughs) Well, this is the let people enjoy things thing, which is basically a way to stifle any sort of critical analysis of a piece of art or really anything, any kind of piece of popular culture um, where someone can say, actually, you know, I have questions about the subtext or the origin or the the nature of this piece of art, you know, in the case of like... um, Avengers Endgame, it's like, oh, uh, superhero movies, uh, they seem a little bit militaristic and nationalistic. And I think that's, uh, you know, maybe that's not so great. And for our society, um, well, the same people thing goes say, on with like Game of Thrones, like people comment, comment on the say the gender dynamics of Game of Thrones and say, you know, what does this tell us about who what the creators think? And is this a message that we should be embracing at this scale in our society? Or should we criticize what what the underlying beliefs are you know being portrayed here what what the underlying message is about gender and about you know patriarchy or about what i've never watched this i don't even know i mean you're pretty pretty good job to be honest (laughs) i mean i never watched it just because what i heard about it made me think i would be one of those it would make force me to become one of those insufferable people on the internet Uh, but anyhow, she so she breaks down the let people explain things thing into what she calls a fourfold confession. Number one, I do not want to feel judged for my consumption choices. Uh, number two, I want to silence people who disagree with me about this particular piece of media by making them feel like they are cheerless or judgmental. Number three, I recognize an aspect of this piece that is piece of media that is worthy of criticism, and I am defensive of this. And finally, number four, I do not want to think critically about the things I consume. And if I absorb any criticism about the things I consume, it will magically ruin my enjoyment of them. And then she goes to break those down further. Uh, But, you know, I would summarize by saying for number one, you don't want to feel judged for your consumption choices. Um, There is no ethical consumption under (laughs) capitalism. So, Uh (laughs) yeah. Mm. Uh, Number two is just I we can just discard that. That's nonsense. Silencing people who want to disagree with you. No, uh, nah. That's just no. authoritarianism. Yeah, go away. Uh, number three, I recognize an aspect of this piece of media that is worthy of criticism, and I am defensive of this. Um, you I think that's should a not big... let criticism of a me- piece of media feel like an attack on yourself because it's not. Don't. I don't, really, I really do, wish do not... people could understand that you can enjoy a work of art you can enjoy something Without and making it a part of your identity yeah to, it's not to your identity yourself like yeah. listen i love the office i'm mm. way into it i have random but you are not michael scott uh, yeah th- like the office is not my identity if someone says i don't like the office i think that sucks for you but okay like 
why don't you let's talk about it. i don't know that's interesting but like it doesn't hey, hurt my hey, feelings hey, let people enjoy things okay <laughs> god doesn't it hurt, doesn't it hurt god. my feelings like yeah. i don't know it's just it's interesting to me right but it's not my my whole world isn't it's like it's not like you just i mean uh, i mocked admit- my religious beliefs like that's the same right. level that some people react well, i have an anecdote I, I admit that this is sometimes something that i can fall into or closely um are you aware of the um recording artist carly ray jepson yes so she had a new album uh that dropped yeah. on friday <clears throat> um and i was quite excited about this and at lunch with my coworkers, I said, you know, new Carly Rae album, I'm, I'm hype. Um, new, and they new, looked at me <laughs> like I was a complete and utter moron. And then one of them said, her best song is Call Me Maybe. Change my mind. And I was like, uh, <sighs> but it, I don't think it frustrated me because I felt attacked. It just frustrated me because it's like, oh, you're not full. You're not really familiar with her full body of work, are you? I don't know. And yeah. And it makes you say, well, okay, so it's funny that you should mention that because I don't even think I've told you about this, but I had almost the exact same similar experience yesterday where <gasps> I I went into my family group message and I was like, new Carly Rae Jepsen, and I was like flipping out. What up? And then and then people were listening to it and they said, I don't really get it. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's sad. I mean, my reply was like, you need to get on my wavelength, but I still love you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you must it, have experience with that, though, from being involved in punk and things like that, which uh, that's know, kind of the fringe whole movements, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You know. I mean, yes, I've, I've very much weird. my whole f- spent my whole life in fringe things. And so <laughs> I'm like used to people not getting it. And like the reason, <laughs> so, the reason I'm so like into this idea of like i'm not going to associate criticism of my likes with criticism of me is because if you hadn't you would have long ago been <laughs> yeah, utterly well, destroyed as a person and i and i think i i let that happen to me for a little while what? thankfully i got that out of my system like by the time i was like 18 or whatever you know what i mean like mm-hmm. <sighs> Maybe all these people online doing this are eighteen, and we should just give them. Give them oh, that's a break, entirely you know? possible. Yeah, that that's true. But the the last right. thing it, that she she talks about, like I don't uh, like I don't want to think critically about the things I consume because if I absorb any con- criticism, then it will ruin my enjoyment of them. This is something which, that drives me up the wall. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, like, uh, hmm, you know. There are, uh, hmm, I'm a picky person, generally. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of things that don't, that I don't, that don't give me enjoyment that I would criticize, but, but I still, you know, I, I guess criticize, I, I enjoy them, you know? See, like, I have a problem, I have a problem, because I criticize things that are, like, I really care about, like, I will openly criticize my religion, Mm. And people, and then people are like, "Oh, you hate that religion too? Oh, me too!" And then they come to talk to me about how they hate it, and I'm like, "Oh no, I don't. Like, I'm just being critical." No, like, I, yeah, hmm. <laughs> you know, it's almost and, like dissent is necessary. Yeah, like that's just part of like thinking. 
That's a yeah. part of being a reasonable human being is like Aaron, trying to make uh, sense Aaron, Aaron, let people enjoy things. Get on board with the group think. <laughs> um, we've always been at war with East Asia. Yeah, seriously. Like that's totally what it what, it, what yeah. it's like. It's this like weird herd mentality. I am that- offended that you would dare to have uh, a diverse opinion contrary to my own. You're ruining it for everybody else. You are. You are. You're doing violence to me. This is leftist fascism. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Is that is that you, David Brooks? Oh no! Is it's that- uh, me, Threat Beavins. <laughs> Actually, we're that the same is- person. <laughs> I, in my mind, they are. The, I, the, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, the mm, conservative male factory just sort of was photocopying. They're like, oh, we installed the same software in two different models. Yeah. Well, anyhow, this the rest of this baffler thing is good. I don't think we want to read the whole entirety of it on our podcast. Well, no, but you, you can go and read. I assume that you can read as well as listen. So Yeah, you should. There's going to be a link to it. But I think the the point is oh and this is this is a point I wanted to bring up because recently in a in a podcast that I really like and enjoy there was a, a a kind of a thing that was like if you don't like this just stop watching it <laughs> yeah right and and that's like a similar thing like well me stop watching it doesn't doesn't have any material effect on the problems that I'm talking about yeah and unless they're addressed and discussed and unless that's just another way of avoiding avoiding criticism avoiding the problems and say well you don't have to watch it then it's just pretending that those things don't exist and that doesn't make any sense let's just paper over all of our problems and not think about them because truly that is the american way (laughs) i just have one thing to say before we finish up (laughs) yeah uh, go listen to Kylie Ray Jepsen's new album. Oh man, you guys, it's so good. But Y'all. if you don't, but if you don't like it, you better not say anything bad about it. You better not tell me. I don't want to hear. Do it. not at me. <laughs> no criticisms. Only praise. We will ban you. You were banned from the server. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this I'm trying and I'm learning Thank you for your patience There's so many mistakes I have already made But I'm working to be better day by day And I think I'm gonna make it But for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing I have no idea what I'm doing